Support for Retconned comes from Roofless Solar, providing off-site solar array communities that produce energy for customers with no maintenance or equipment to the homeowner, custom solar-powered energy options available for all architectural home styles, and also available to business and personal renters, now available in New York, rooflesssolar.com. He's called the Merc with a Mouth, but these days, Deadpool is also a Golden Globe Award nominee. So, what does the Marvel Comics character's creator think about all the Deadpool madness? Let's find out. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Is your common sense tingling? Welcome back to another episode of Retcon, a podcast of assorted geekery. I'm Rick Marshall, and today we're talking about Deadpool, the character that inspired this year's Golden Globe-nominated movie starring Ryan Reynolds. One of the most popular comic book characters of the modern era, the motormouth mutant Deadpool, has starred in multiple comic book series over the years, since his debut in a 1991 issue of Marvel's New Mutants. He finally made the leap to the big screen in the 2009 film X-Men Origins Wolverine. But the liberties that movie took with the character were, to put it kindly, a little disappointing to longtime fans. That underwhelming debut initially banished Deadpool to Hollywood's development limbo. But fans' enthusiastic response to some leaked test footage from the film in 2014 eventually got the film rolling again. That long, strange trip to the big screen culminated with the premiere of the Deadpool movie in February 2016. After 18 weeks in theaters, Deadpool finished its run as the second-highest-grossing R-rated film of all time in U.S. theaters, and it currently holds the record for the biggest opening weekend ever for an R-rated movie. As if that wasn't enough evidence of the film's success, it was also the recipient of not one, but two nominations for this year's Golden Globe Awards, both for the film itself and Reynolds' performance. Perhaps the most excited person of all when it comes to Deadpool's success is the character's co-creator, Rob Liefeld, who has long been one of Deadpool's biggest and most vocal fans. Having campaigned for a Deadpool movie for decades now, the writer and artist saw that persistence pay off with the film's record-breaking run last year. I spoke to Liefeld to get his take on Deadpool's big-screen success. All right, Rob, it's uh, great to talk with you again. I don't think we've had a conversation beyond sort of, you know, brief social media interaction since Deadpool came out. So let me start by saying congratulations. Deadpool is officially oh, hey, a household name now. It's, it's, it's nominated for a Golden Globe Award. <laughs> yeah, it's, I honestly, it's just been an amazing, you know, 2016. Every, everybody, every, <laughs> because of the election, everyone's like, oh, let's get 2016 out of here. And I'm like, hey, it was a pretty good year, actually, uh, from, from, from everybody on Team Deadpool's perspective, so... Well, certainly. Well, while I was preparing to talk with you, uh, I came across yes. an interview I had with you uh, six years ago at a point way before Deadpool movie oh, came yeah. out. And it seemed like it would never happen at that point. You were pretty adamant that 20th Century it, it, Fox was yeah. missing out on this golden opportunity. Uh, looking back, how much of what we know you know, now about the film and, and what we've seen of Deadpool, how much was on your radar back then? Did, did the movie that came out resemble what was in your mind back then? So at that point, I had the script uh, in my hands. And uh, I'm not sure what I could have divulged to you at the time, but, you know, I tell everybody, when Deadpool the movie opens that we all experienced, and you hear Juice Newton and that first uh, note of Angel of the Morning, that is page one of the Deadpool screenplay 2010. Um, Those guys nailed it. I'd say 85% of what's in the movie was in the original screenplay. The 15% is they altered the ending slightly, but not in a way that changed the outcome of the film. They altered it in, in regards to the characters that they encountered 
and you know just who was involved in the fight and it was it was budgetary really a couple of characters were lost but for the most part i mean that 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 film that you saw and now you know why i was one of the you know adamant supporters i mean when you read something when you when i read the script that Rhett and paul produced i was so blown away it was so unlike anything we had seen up to that point and let, let let's let's call x-men in 2000 kind of the first age of of comic book films for me i count iron man in 2008 as the beginning of a phase two in terms of the quality and and what we not phase two for marvel phase two for comic book films and uh and that kind of i mean that same summer you had the dark knight and it just seemed like things comics for the most part they got better they were more they were just executed at a higher level but so, so by the time the deadpool screenplay comes in I, there was, not, I mean, there probably already been twenty comic book films, uh, and 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 you're like, this is like nothing. This is, it's flippant. It's 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 obviously there have been R-rated comic book films. People love to bring the Blade ones up, and they certainly had their fair share of violence and deserved their R ratings. This was different. It felt like a Tarantino R rating. It was, you know, with the language and the sex and the violence and the irreverence and the chaos. And I just felt like Rhett and Paul's voice. They had written the best version of Deadpool ever. They got it, and they took it to an, uh, a place that I don't think Deadpool had been in the comics yet. So you can see why I champion. I, you're like, it's easy to fall on the sword of great material. And that Deadpool screenplay is great material. It is, it, it, it is a brilliant, you know, it's, it's, a, it's brilliant writing. It's a great story. It, it has everything. Well, uh, the ticket sales and the success of it seems to prove that point. And, and I'm curious now, uh, how do you like Deadpool's chances at, at the Golden Globe Awards? We both know superhero movies usually uh, don't get the best treatment at the major award shows. But You know what? Again, I think just having the light shone on it. I mean, first, I mean, this last couple months, and, and let's be honest, the engine driving Deadpool uh, to the mass audience Ryan is to Deadpool what Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. He is the face of the franchise. He is most likely the reason, the most obvious reason you love the character, you love the movie. And between GQ's Entertainer of the Year, Entertainment Weekly's Entertainer of the Year, the two critics' awards that it received the night before it was nominated for a Golden Globe, you're like, wow, this movie's getting another run. And, and it wasn't like it was obscure. The film was ridiculously um, successful, and yes, I'm smiling. I, I cannot contain the, the just sheer joy of seeing how well the movie worked out for everybody. Because you got to understand, Rick, over that six-year period, I got to know Rhett and Paul and Tim and Ryan and took on the burden of, I mean, a lot of the times it was, where is my restraining suit? Where do I go to the rubber room to bounce off the walls? Because it is madness that they are not making this film, you know? I think at some point everybody who was rooting for, involved with, was just like, this is crazy. They won't hit the go button. So the fact that it's still back in the light is finishing the year as strong as it started is, is fantastic. So whether it wins or, or loses, it's there. It's, it, you know, it's got two categories, two big categories. I mean, and, and again, I'm just so thrilled for all the guys who made the movie. I, I've always fought for credit where credit is due. Give the proper people the proper credit. With Star Wars, I'll always grab George Lucas and say, you know you're enjoying all his aesthetics, right? 
let's not forget the guy who gave this test. With Deadpool, the guys who gave us that movie, Tim Rett, Paul, and Ryan, I'm just thrilled for them because they really labored harder than anyone to try and please kind of an unpleasable regime at the time. And then, luckily, those people moved out of the Fox suite, and the new management came in and gave us this terrific experience. And so I'm just, you know, I'm just excited for everybody, excited for Ryan to get his due and get the light, light shown on him as bright as it is. So it's great. Well, Deadpool was such a massive mainstream success uh, that's, you know, led to the usual amount of Deadpool-themed merchandise popping up everywhere, all those sorts of things. Yeah. Can you ever imagine yourself sort of feeling like, hey, enough is enough with seeing Deadpool everywhere I turn around? Um, no, absolutely not. I, Rick, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I mean, look... I remind people, in 1991, no, 1992, Deadpool got his first action figure. He had only been in comics for about 12 months, and they made him plastic. He then went on to have several action figures, trading cards, posters, his own series, miniseries. You know, he was blasted into the consciousness of the comic book fans who really had a thing for him. And, and over the years, because he just looks so cool, the statues never stopped coming, the busts, you know the action figures, but yes, has he exploded into every category? Last night, I hit up Hot Topic, I hit up Spencer's, and I'm like, okay, slippers, we have slippers, we have um, an assortment of wallets, many of which I own, we have ties, we have beanies, obviously hats, t-shirts, keychains, lanyards, Uh, I mean, yeah, no, seeing him blow into all those, I I think as I'm as you know, Diamond came out, I cut and pasted it uh, two weeks ago and said for the third year straight, the Deadpool action figure is their top selling action figure. So for me, and I, and Rick, I really, I've done, I did 19 conventions in 2015. I did 10 in 2016. And Deadpool is this, is a very young generation's favorite character, eclipsing Spider-Man, Batman, their parents tell me, they tell me, but between the, the Funko Pops that there are in their hands, the trade paperback, the comic book, the action figure. And, and so it's, it's like Deadpool's going toe-to-toe with the big boys. I mean, you know. He um, certainly is. I, I, I saw a Deadpool waffle iron. I'm just going to put okay, that out okay. there. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, 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 but I did see Deadpool Musk cologne at Spencer's, and I was a little like, mm, do I buy this? <laughs> uh, most, I, I really I buy auto, all of it automatically. If it's not sent to me, I, I, I buy it immediately. And the musk, I was like, I'm just going to leave the idea of the musk here in Spencer's right now. I'm not sure I want to open that and see what Deadpool smells like. It shouldn't smell good. Um, but the waffle iron, not aware of. I, I'll be using Google when we hang up and, uh, and, and to look up the waffle iron. But like you said, man, it's, it's crazy. It's just, it, and, but it's wonderful because here's the thing. When you see uh, the statue doesn't talk back to you. The action figure for generally doesn't talk back to you. The wallet, the lanyard, uh, the beanie. Deadpool was cool, out the gate, looked cool. People discount how important visuals are to what we relate to and what we kind of, you know, find iconic. And every time I see anything Deadpool, that is a representation not only of my creativity, but of my physical art. So you ask an artist if they want to see all their stuff put in all these different items. Find me an artist who doesn't want his work interpreted into all these different categories. And I, if they say no, they're, they're a different breed of artists. P- part of what we do is we want to see it adapted and, and interpreted. So it's great. It's, I mean, I just got my little Scotty Young 
statue. He did a great cover, a great variant cover, like of a little, you know, how he does those little cartoony chibi, I think that's what you call them, or uh, versions of the characters. And he's got like the, the darts all kind of like, like he backfired and the darts are stuck to his head and his <laughs> chest. And it's the cutest thing. And I, I mean, it was on my order form. I went to pick it up in my store. It's in, boom. Now it's on my mantle. Love it. Love seeing Scotty Young do a version of Deadpool and then have that made into a statue. How cool, right? I mean, I, it, it's great. It's fantastic. Well, I, I know you can't say too much about the, the Deadpool sequel. I don't know how much you, you know about it, and we wouldn't want you to spoil I, I mean, anything. I, I, but yeah, I, I'm always told by Fox, no sequel talk. So, But go ahead. Ask oh, certainly. I, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just asking where you'd like to see sort of Deadpool head. Are there certain areas that, you know, you'd, you'd like to see them explore in Deadpool over the years? How, I mean, how can they even top the first movie? Rick, I, I, I'll be honest. I do believe we need to just appreciate Deadpool as, I mean, it's 10 months old, and it's arguably, I mean, perfect is a hard word. But I think as a, as a film, it hits all the right notes. It's a drama. It's a love story. It's a comedy. It's a violent action vengeance pick. And it all works together beautifully more than, I mean, in a way that it shouldn't. So I, I kind of go, you know, we're just going to enjoy this perfect gift that we were given, this Deadpool movie with its great soundtrack and its great, just, again, a great heart. The movie has a great heart. My hopes for Deadpool 2 is more the same. I mean, Deadpool did, did a lot of good. I mean, it, it really juggled heart, comedy, action, and, uh, and drama in a terrific way. And, uh, I think expanding the world as they have have been on record as with the possibilities of of, of bringing more uh, of the Liefeld universe to life, which is Cable and Domino and down the road, the promise of X-Force, I think they can't go wrong by including those elements. I think that is a, uh, a recipe for success. Fox, I believe this year, really discovered what they have, the breadth of what they have in their catalog. And, uh, you know, the, the, we have to remember, and I put it on my social media the other day, like when people tell me that Deadpool was an obscure character, I just laugh at them. No, he wasn't. He was His first two appearances alone, he was in two million comic books, two million best-selling comic books between X-Force 2 and Mutant 98. And then if we add in that he was a fact file, got his own page in X-Force number one and a trading card, He's in, in X-Force number one. Then you add those 5 million copies. Like I said, he had an action figure within a year of coming to creation. Uh, Deadpool has a f- rabid fan base that can expand as, as large as, as, I, as I told you into the millions of eyeballs. And that early 90s was an exciting time. I meet these guys. As I said, you do as many shows as I do, and you meet these fans, and they're thrilled that the stuff that they held so, you know, close to them, that the stuff that they valued, that they really were the most excited by, is now coming to life in 3D form, live action, and the promise of more Deadpool. I mean, you know, more action, more laughs, more expanding the universe. Rick, I I just go, that is, there's no, I mean, I think you know that those fans, they're going to be there, just like they were for Deadpool. I I mean, the opening weekend predictions for Deadpool were in the 60s and it did 150 million. I mean, it's just shy of what Rogue One did with an R rating. Yeah. I mean, give me a freaking break. Again, I always bring the four guys. They took a picture of themselves at the beginning and at the end of production uh, development, actually, with Ryan, Paul, Rhett, and Tim. And I mean, it was something special they created, so it's exciting. And, and going forward, 
I, I, I like I said, I, I know Fox knows what they have. When, when Ryan at the end of the movie says, "We're bringing cable," the theater I was in, people cheered. You know, I mean, like they're hitting all the right buttons. I mean, I, it, it, they're Deadpool was beautifully orchestrated. So I, I would expect more great stuff, especially now. Again, when you get a little confidence. And people go, hey, that thing you did, that was nice. I mean, they, they wrapped shooting Deadpool in May of 2015, end of May. It was a three-and-a-half-month shoot. They were done. They didn't give it to the public until February of 2016. And then, I mean, they're looking back going, this, this stuff that we did months ago, people are really digging it. And everybody's been chomping at the bit to get it back out there. So I would expect a Deadpool film. I mean, I watched Certainly. Ryan's Hollywood, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, ceremony and 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 the announcer said and Deadpool two will be filming next year and you know it's right there it's it, it's coming. Well, uh, on the comic side of things, uh, you've been busy there too. What what's got you most excited about from the comics world these days? Oh my gosh. Um, well, uh, I've been banking pages uh, for about a year and a half. Uh, I've got my Deadpool graphic novel that I'm doing with Chad Bowers and Chris Sims coming out in February. It is a, a really fun kind of. Deadpool, Deadpool Adventure that, that, that explores a little bit of his backstory. I mean, again, I, I wanted to go to them and say, hey, this is something I've had for 20 years. Is it something we can touch on? To my delight, they said, yes, Rob, go there. We, we, we can do, definitely go there. And uh, it, it involves, I mean, we go all the way back to, you know, high school, junior high with Wade Wilson and some people he met in his young life and then uh, how those worlds are colliding in the present. It's, it's a blast. It's great action. It's great humor. I think people are going to really enjoy it. I mean, we, we've all really, we use the movie as the barometer of like, you know, kind of what we're trying to, that that level of, of at least humor, um, action, violence, some heart. Then, of course, we have Image Comics 25th anniversary, Rick. That's a big deal. That makes me smile every single day. And there is a brand, uh, there's a ton of new extreme projects. The first one that we'll be launching is Youngblood. It had to go first because it was the first image comic and then we've got brigade and then we have a extreme anthology so many people over the years have asked if they could contribute to you know short stories uh, a couple of guys even my old studio guys have asked me if they could put together an anthology because there's so many characters and especially in today's marketplace maybe they don't justify their own story i mean their own series but, but we could do some really fun stories we've got a couple anchor anchor characters that we're going to do and some great talent. I mean, some, uh, I'm telling you, I got pitched out of the blue by some really good writers who have not, I've not worked with before. And that's a great thing, whether it's Chad and Chris and, and meeting them and learning what ridiculous fans they were in the nineties. It's like the Robert Kirkman scenario. I'm bumping into these kids who grew up loving our work and it's fun to see it through their eyes. They expand kind of what's possible in the new young blood series is amazing. It has amazing ideas terrific art this team i put together 100 percent. the other teams on youngblood were pitched to me by other parties and i greenlit them i said cool let's let's let's, let's hear that voice let's let's go down that road i recruited these guys this is different i went out and i recruited these guys and put chad with jim toe and i'm telling you i've never been more confident about a comic book and how it will be received this new incarnation of youngblood will be launching i think in march so yeah, especially early in the year, February, March, and April is really where a bunch of my stuff 
uh, rolls out a brigade series I've been sitting on, and then there's some other stuff you'll understand. Stuff will be announced, and there'll be, I think you'll go, oh, this all kind of works together. <laughs> this all fits. I, I, I can't. Fantastic. No, that's, this sounds uh, like you got I, I a lot. Talk about I, I can't talk about it at the moment, but yeah, it's going to be really fun. It's, 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 the 25th anniversary of Image Comics is going to be a lot of fun. I, I have nothing but great memories from that period when I had Extreme Studios and when I was in partnership with Todd and Jim and Mark and Eric and Wills and Jim. And uh, that was magic. We, we made magic together. It's, it's like, uh, you know, we were a band, and when we got together, we made the most beautiful, amazing music. And so... I'm going to see those guys. There's some conventions coming up. I'll, we'll be reunited. So it's going to be an exciting year, really exciting year. 2017 does have the opportunity of besting 2016. It's going to be tough. Not going to be easy. But a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon. That was comic book writer and artist Rob Liefeld discussing the record-breaking success of Deadpool, the 2016 film based on the popular Marvel Comics character he co-created with Fabian Nicieza. Deadpool and the film's star, Ryan Reynolds, are both nominated for Golden Globe Awards this year. This has been Retcon, a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producer is Patrick Garrett. I'm Rick Marshall. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast app of choice. It lets us know you're out there and you want to hear more. <laughs>